4.23 on the DWS News Hour. We try again here with Mayor Deb Fine. And Mayor, do you have us? Uh, let's, uh, let's dive right in on uh, the positive news of the day. The region is back to Tier 1. Um, I don't, was this, uh, did you see this coming for today? And, and what's the response been so far? Well, so I actually thought we were going to be Tier 2 today. Um, you may have heard Illinois Department of Public Health has adjusted the different mitigation levels based on um, the biggest thing is hospital capacity. There have been additional hospital workers hired, and so they've changed up their hospital capacity regulations, and so that qualified us for Tier 1, which is fabulous. People, um, you know, businesses locally are relieved, to say the least. Um, it will mean um, gaming will come back online, which is an important source of revenue for many of our license holders, but it will also mean um, capacity indoors for seating at restaurants and bars. I suppose it's worth uh, remembering and reminding each other that it's not a permanent status. It could change at any moment, and uh, vigilance is important for everybody. Without a doubt. I mean, um, we definitely need to do all the things that we've been talking about from the beginning. Wear a mask, socially distance, and wash your hands. It, all of us can contribute to our community's economic well-being and to these local business owners who have really sacrificed everything in order to um, help with our community health. We now need to do our part to help them stay open. And uh, in some other matters wanted to get to tonight is, let's see, tomorrow night is city council meeting for you. One of the items on the agenda is the size of political signs. What's your feeling on that? Should it change? Should it uh, become, uh, sh there's restrictions now, I guess, or guidelines, whatever yeah. have you. Should it change? It should um, because we need to comply with the Supreme Court. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. So we have um, a fairly old regulation in place that complied with, you know, the last iteration of Supreme Court decisions as far as time, place, and manner restrictions on free speech. Um, there has been an update in that case law, and so now we need to update our code. And so it's really less about politicians wanting giant signs and more about us just complying with the state of the current law. And this is this primarily impact residential areas, you know, the the size of a sign that can be in my yard kind of thing. It does. You know, previously you could have the really big ones in the business commercial districts, but you couldn't have them in neighborhoods or high traffic streets in residential areas and that will change um and it also you know we'll, we'll still have safety regulations you can't you know place it so as to make a traffic hazard um, and i think people will be reasonable there are fairly standard sizes for political yard signs and you know people have seen the larger ones they aren't you know, it's not like a billboard. They're just a larger <laughs> sign. So no flashing neon fine in for mayor covering up the stop signs, what you're saying. <laughs> no, but I have had that in the parade of lights. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's different. All right. Deb, Deb Finan is with us, a mayor of Champaign. Uh, on to a matter that uh, has caused some conversation and uh, 
Discord, at least, uh, the, the mural for Black Lives Matter and a choice instead by city council to go towards a street sign honoring Black Lives Matter. Uh, now that the dust has settled a little bit on that, how are you feeling? Um, I, I'm feeling sad. Uh, I, you know, I think for many people in our community, it was a important opportunity to provide some hope and a statement that their city supported them and was concerned about them. And we lost that opportunity um, with the uh, street not not having that the Black Lives Matter on it. Um, I think that, you know, depending on what happens with the honorary street not sign, there may be some opportunities to, you know, still still celebrate the importance of it and to let people know that the community does support um, our black and brown citizens. So, you know, we'll see where it goes from here. I suppose some would say if you're going to spend money, let's spend it on uh, you know more tangible things. But are, are you saying that it's not uh, those two things aren't exclusive? It's not an either or. I, without a doubt, I mean it. Um, it was a small amount of money. I think um, you know three thousand dollars or so, depending on what we did. We hadn't gotten to. We were we were voting first on whether or not we were willing to do it, and then we were going to have a conversation about how elaborate. We wanted it to be, whether that was a local artist painting it or if it was, you know, kind of public works markings kinds of things. So I suppose it could have been more expensive, um, but, you know, certainly not exclusive to other things that we could do as a city. Over the weekend, Ben Zichterman had a write-up in the News Gazette about the Bristol Place neighborhood going into phase two. What's your assessment of Bristol Place at this point? So I was out at Bristol, gosh, right before COVID shut everything down and had the opportunity to tour some of the new housing as people were moving in. And it is um, an exciting community that is developing and the opportunity for homeownership and for people to be in an area with a little bit of a park and trail behind them. I just... Um, I think it's a, a great neighborhood that is developing out there. Unfortunately, with COVID, I have not been able to really tour the inside again. Of uh, You know, I can drive through, but I haven't been able to be um, within those buildings. But it continues to, you know, meet the expectations of council and provide clean, safe housing and an, and an opportunity um, for lower income residents in our community. One other item just wanted to ask you about, uh, maybe kind of quietly, the MCOR project is basically wrapped up and the, the finishing phase was over in Urbana, I understand. But, uh, you know, now you can you step back at all and look at what that has done? Uh, notably for people that want to drive through Campus Town, it's a lot easier to get through. It is. It also, though, um, it was, re- you know, important for pedestrian and bike safety. So, yes, it's um, the streets are a little bit wider, but you so are the sidewalks um, and the opportunities for, you know, buses and and um, for bikes. So it should be a much safer area to be on. I mean, anybody who's driven through Green Street and particularly right now as we have 
so much uh, curbside delivery going on and folks running back and forth. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have to really be careful. And so MCOR really provided some safety upgrades that were really, really important. Um, and it it's really quite nice looking. I mean, for the streetscape um, along Green Street and the other areas, it, it really is a, an upgrade. So it it was... It was hard at, for the businesses in particular as everything was shut down and all of that construction was happening, but hopefully long-term this is a benefit. Mayor Deb Finer from the City of Champaign tried to talk of a few things that aren't just COVID, so hopefully we've covered <laughs> I the... I appreciate that. <laughs> hopefully we've covered the waterfront. Anything else we need to know about before uh, the next time we talk? No, in, enjoy your coverage on Wednesday, and I am you know, hoping and praying for a peaceful transition of power um, and that we as a community can, you know, begin to heal and move forward. Very good. Appreciate it, Mayor Fine, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. 432, and we'll get local news right after this. It's the DWS News Hour.